back ladies and gentlemen as the title suggests we are uncertified financial planners we are not professionals i repeat we are not professionals before you make any financial decisions please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner welcome back everybody it has uh it's been a while and we're back we're glad to see you glad to see everybody um Apologize for hiatus, been a lot of moving parts. You know, we've had finals and graduation and moving and new jobs and all that, which we can, you know, get back into more later, but hopefully be pretty steady from here on out over the summer. Um, yeah, how are you doing, Ethan? Doing good. I'm trying to hold back a laugh. Um, I think we started the last three episodes in the same tone. Saying, no, apologize. Sorry, we've been gone. We'll be back more consistent this time. And yeah. uh, let me just tell you this. Episode 20 came out uh, January, February, March. It came out two months after episode 19. Episode 21 came out a week after episode 20. Episode 22 came out a month after episode 21. Episode 23, which is what we are on now, will be coming out roughly almost two months after episode 22 so uh we have definitely been on a hiatus guys uh we do apologize but as we as garrett mentioned um we've got a lot of going a lot of stuff going on i don't think you can blame us for that yeah. um just started an internship today garrett's starting his job soon we're going to be living close together which is very exciting which means we can probably be more consistent um yeah and, uh, well, this episode doesn't really have a backbone. Uh, I texted Garrett and was like, hey, I want to talk about kind of discipline and some thoughts I've had and stuff I've seen. And that's, that's kept me motivated. And uh, some books I've read recently that I, th- I like or currently reading, uh, I think it's just a fire you up and motivate podcast. Like, I feel like that's just what, what today's going to be. Obviously, can go to whatever it'd like to be since it has no backbone, but that's kind of where I'm at. So it says it says Super Bowl locker room hype up kind of episode. It says you will want to slap your mama. You're so you're so hyped up. So uh, that's what Speak, this is completely unrelated. But have you ever had the slap your mama seasoning? No, like but that seasoning? is why I said slap your mama. I was hoping you might Bro, get that reference. It's good. It's good. It's good. Hopefully, the viewers have had it because uh, or viewers. Listeners have uh, had it because it's pretty good. And uh, hopefully, when we get moved in, you know, living to living close together, maybe we can do a, like a week of recording one every day and catch up. Hundred um, percent on pace. Maybe have like a like a Shark Week type thing where one a day would be cool. But we we'll get that when we get there today. Hype up about discipline. Start us off, Ethan. Yeah, I'd love to. So uh, now this is a little silly. I was telling Garrett before it's a little cringe. Um, but I have basically created my TikTok feed to only show like quotes of like just like famous quotes that are supposed to be inspirational. <clears throat> As I cough, sorry. Um, but yes, so yeah, just inspirational quotes like 
know, oh, what does a quote do? Well, it at least gets your mindset on something that's different from the typical TikTok stuff, which is all bull crap. Yeah. Um, so there's a good account on there called Kaizen, which is a Japanese word that translates to improvement. Um, and so they just post a lot of good stuff. Um, and one that I saw recently was that you should climb mountains, which mountains is obviously a metaphor. You should climb mountains. I think that's the right metaphor. might not be right, but anyway. Climb mountains, not so the world can see you, but that you can see the world. So the, the mm. point of that is everyone wants to post what they've done recently. Oh, I did a mission trip. I'm so awesome. Well, the mission trip's not supposed to benefit you. <laughs> it's supposed to benefit yeah. the people you're helping. So you don't need to go post yeah. about that. Me personally, this kind of ruins the whole point I'm making, but I've been on a path of self-improvement. So only cold showers. So far, I'm on day two. Nice. Um, <laughs> so I just started that one. But I'm on my fourth week of running five miles a week. So I've ran 15 miles so mm. far this summer. Uh. So yeah, that's good stuff. That's something I would never have done, you know, last summer ever. Um, so you just gotta find things like that. Like oh, and also I'm doing a hundred push-ups a day, and I'm only drinking water. There you go. I'm only drinking water. That's huge. I had three cheat drinks so far. Um. So yeah, that's okay. One was a power raid. The other was a Gatorade. The third was a Michelob <laughs> Ultra. What's the problem with that? Kool-Aid. Oh, uh, I thought you were going Powerade, Gatorade, oh, no, Kool-Aid. unfortunately not. But I did. Kool-Aid would have been way better than the Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is basically maybe, water. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe that's why I like it so much. But uh, so you just got to find things that you're like, I want to improve about myself. So like me, I just wanted to improve my discipline. And so I think that taking a cold shower is a perfect thing to do because I'm going to take the shower regardless. So I don't need motivation. I don't need motivation to step into a shower that's cold in my mind because I still have to shower. So if the water's cold or the water's hot, yeah. I'm still going to shower. And so that's my mindset. And in, and a big problem I had all my life is taking 30-minute showers. I'm one of those one guys of those you guys? hop in, it's super warm, and I can't get out. Oh, wait, this... So the point is... Bruh. Other problem is I'd be on my phone for the first twenty minutes of the shower. So, You're a dude, I'm the worst. I'm the worst shower. I'm all of the bad things that a shower person, a bad shower person, is. I'm just the bad. I'm the worst. Oh, so man. that's what I'm trying to fix. Not just for shower, but also also get off my phone. Don't always be on it. Limit screen time. I bought blue light glasses to help. Uh, those are nice. Sorry. But yeah, so now I'm taking five-minute showers because I don't even want to be in the shower. So now I'm learning – what I'm teaching myself is – literally, literally <laughs> but what I'm teaching myself is, is once you have a purpose, which is to clean your body, clean your hair, and get ready, you're not going to do anything but do that until you accomplish that. So that's what I'm teaching my body right now. I walk into that cold shower – I'm saying there is no shot I'm staying longer than I have to. So I'm going to finish stuff at utmost efficiency. So I think that can um, it can go onto other things than just showering. And it's the same thing with running a mile uh, yeah. or running five miles a week is like, no, I don't want to run the, the mile tomorrow at 6 a.m. when I wake up. I don't want to do that. But 
when I when I wake up and I run six, I, I'm sorry, not six miles, but I run one mile at six o'clock. I do a hundred push-ups. I take the coldest shower of my entire existence all before six thirty. I know that I'm better than ninety five percent of the population of this earth. So when I walk to my internship the next day, mm. I know all other 50, all fifteen other interns haven't done what I've done, and so I'm different. So now I have this confidence that that I'm him. Obviously, I'm second, of course, because I'm not actually him. But Amen. in an earthly manner, I can have the most utmost uh, confidence in my ability because I know that no one else woke up when I did, and no one else. Yeah. At least the interns. Sorry, interns, if you're listening to this, but there's no shot they are. Um, point is, you got to climb mountains, not so that the world can see you, but that you can see the world. Like, you need to do these things for yourself. I want to come back to school next year and be unrecognizable. That's the true goal. People to see me and be like, mm. and I don't mean physically. Mm. I'm more than likely look the same. I have a little less hair on my head. Um, definitely not more body fat because that'll be burned off by running. Um, but the point is, I'll have a little less hair on my head, more swag. More, I don't more care swag. what I look physically. I want people to realize that this dude is different. Like this dude went from somebody. Yes, exactly. This, this dude, dude is swag. swag. This dude went from waking up at ten to ten o'clock at the earliest every day. He wakes up at eight a.m. and never misses a class and is super disciplined. That's what I like. Um, I think one of the things that you said too talking about the cold showers um, kind of reminds me of something in the Bible. Some of this isn't like a Christian podcast, but I mean, we've talked about it before, you and I are both Christians, so we're familiar with the Bible and biblical teachings. Um, but Paul kind of talks about it a lot in a few of his letters. Like, don't like, don't position yourself to where you're going to fail. If you like for your scenario, you have a problem with long showers, you make the water cold, it's not positioning yourself to be long. The same thing could be said about positioning yourself for success. If you know your weakness is oversleeping, you know, get some kind of alarm that prevents you from oversleeping or go to bed earlier, have a healthier diet. You know, my thing was turning on the night mode on my phone at night. Um, keeps my brain up less and staying off it before I go to bed. And like that helps me sleep better. I wake up earlier, I wake up more productive. It's not all, it's all in that vein. Oh, that's great. Um, it's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Something I want to start doing. I know I will not, unfortunately, but something I want to start doing is putting my phone across the room. I can't hit snooze. Um, unfortunately, Recently. it's just not probably yeah. ever going to happen. Um, at least not until I'm, a little older. Maybe, maybe it'll older. happen, but at the moment, I'm still a little too addicted. And I'm not afraid of the word addicted. I'm a little too addicted to my phone. Uh, I'm still getting about five and a half to six hours a, mo- a week per day. Like, five and a half hours per day. That's, that's my average of the week. Roughly. Yeah. And you'll get it down. And, um, yeah, 100%. But that's just to, say, just to say, like, everybody's at their own state. Some people use it for twenty. 12 hours out of the day and some people use it for yeah. you know less than two um another thing i wanted to touch on is that a lot of people you've heard it all your life uh from movies like talladega night shout out if you're not first you're last um and so <laughs> my my mindset has completely changed on that you know i'm a very competitive person when it comes to anything i don't like to lose and if you like to lose then you're a loser obviously 
you're a natural loser, and you will be your whole life. If you don't, if you're okay with losing, then you're a loser. But what I want to touch on is maybe it's okay to be a loser. <laughs> so probably not not the direction that you probably expect. I think it is. Yeah, no, I'm you're loser. not going <laughs> to be the best at everything. And so for that reason, you need to surround yourself with people that are better than you um, to be lifted up by that. But what I wanted to touch on is that it's not always about winning. You don't want to always be a loser. If you know that you're not where you need to be, if you know that you're not where you should be right now and you're not where you want to be and where, and that you know that you're not where you're going to be, I made that a lot more smooth. But if you know all those things, it's okay that you're not getting first place right now because you know that you're stu- you've still got room to grow. So at that point, if you know that you're not supposed to be or if, yeah. if you know that you're not where you're supposed to be or where you want to be, if you know that, then it's obviously not about the winning and it's more so about the finishing. I don't. I I want to run a mile that's under six minutes, like I used mm. to be able to in high school. Right now, my fastest time is six minutes and forty three seconds. So I'm not winning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you well, serious? It, it took a lot of effort. I was Dang, about that's pretty good. At the end of it, I'm I'm more so averaging around the seven minute mark, which is still good. Yeah. Yeah. I hustle. Well, I hustle for I ten, wish, man. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I run a pretty good mile, but I want to get under six because I used to. <laughs> So, that's fair but it's not about yeah, you doing right. better my, it's about you doing better than your like, goal which is my, what you're if my goal is under 6 minutes so my fi- my fastest ever is 5 minutes 58 seconds if I want to run a 5 minute and 57 which is my goal by the end of summer I'm getting 650 or 643 is my fastest ever but I'm averaging 7 obviously I'm not winning but I am finishing so the only way to win is to consistently finish so I'm consistently finishing every time I run a mile. I run it. I don't walk at all. I run that entire mile. And even if I feel like I'm about to pass over dead, pass out dead, I'm still finishing that mile. I don't care. I'd rather die Yeah. That, at this point in my, in my journey of 15 miles ran. I'd rather die than not finish the mile. I have a goal. Eventually, I am going to win, but right now, I'm not, and so that's why it's more important to finish. And even so, like your um, success of finishing, I'm sure your mile this week is better than your mile two, last week and the week before that and the week before yeah, that. consistently Not where you want to be, but you're on the path to get Whatever there. your goal is, it doesn't have to be the mile, but consistently finishing steps and milestones to your, your goal, ultimate goal, needs to... I think an example. Oh, yeah. I, I might have oh sorry, finish your thought. Um, I was just going to say, consistently finishing leads to consistently getting better. So your your consistent improvement will become or will come from consistently finishing. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, and uh, something that we were texting about earlier this week that I think applies really well to this is is golf. Um, I'm, I've got my first birdie this past week and that was a huge thing for me even though you know there's tons of people i get a birdie every hole not every hole that's that's really freaking good but people i get a birdie every game you know and i've been playing for about two years and got my first one you know and uh i'm not better than the pga people i'm not better than most people i play with but i'm better than i was the last game um shot a 103 when i got that birdie which is if you know anything about golf not very good but it was 10 less than my previous best on 18. 
Um, so I, I didn't break 100 like I wanted to, which is my immediate goal, but I did better than I did before. And it's consecutively finishing and improving. Yeah, just consistent. And adapting. Improvement. Like we've been talking about. Um, you, you text me, thanks, boss. I shot a 103. Uh, and I said, 103, not bad. Especially because you haven't been going at it for too long. So now I feel like a douchebag because it sounds like you've been playing for two years, which is a decently Well, no, 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 no. Uh, I started swinging a club two years ago. I've only been going like, I've only okay. been playing every like well, week for the past less, two or three I months. Feel like less than a loser. Yeah, but no, no, don't feel bad. It has. I've never had a formal lesson, and I played my first eighteen well, like a month ago. So, it's, I'm pretty. I'm a yeah. I'm pretty pretty fresh still, mm-hmm. but I've been going to like ranges and yeah, stuff. I got years. you. Well, all right. Well, then I don't feel as Just bad. Kind of farting now. around. Right. Well, um, I'm looking yeah, at my, my book of knowledge right now, <laughs> which is just random quotes and random stuff that I've I've heard, and I kind of want to share all of it, but I don't know how any of it will correlate. <laughs> so I'll just pick three, and I'll just say them, and we can just move on if that's all right. And then, I mean, I know I hate to dominate like I am, but I yeah, guess. of course. Good. Um, okay. First, know, that's been pretty split. Is that something something I saw about discipline? that really stuck with me and that is suffer the pain of discipline or two options you need you can either suffer the pain of discipline discipline means shin splints it means sore lower back it means feeling like you're gonna die for seven minutes every day this is for me personally mm. suffer the pain of discipline it mm. means a cold shower it means freezing cold showers for five minutes every day, if not more. All right, for this, this is just for me. But suffer the pain of discipline or suffer the pain of regret. Those are your two options. You don't have any other options. You can either suffer the pain of discipline, which in, in turn will bring you a life of freedom, or you can suffer the pain of regret, which obviously brings you a life of what-ifs. And um, speaking of what-ifs, I think you can seriously change your life the moment you turn your what ifs to why nots. Yes, that's off the that's off the dome, my guy. Ooh. What if oh. I start running a mile, five oh. miles a week? That was me. That was me before the summer. Why 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 not run five miles a week? Why What's not? gonna happen? What's the difference? What? Why would I not run five miles a week? There's people out there. And this touched me a lot. This this touched me seriously, seriously deep. It probably was not. It was probably very insignificant. I rode on a plane. Uh, I just got back from Boston yesterday, on a on a short trip to Boston. There's a guy in, at the at the airport, blind, like had the little the stick. This the, the, I don't I, I don't want to be me like insensitive by not knowing. Yeah. Sight, yeah. walking stick, sure. I don't mean to be insensitive. Stink, yeah, I don't mean to be insensitive. Or a walking stick. Knowing the yeah. name, but anyway, Sorry, that walking. right there is like super insignificant in the history of probably my life to see that. Like, you know, it's just a one second moment where I made sure, like I didn't make sure. I, I, I made like contact, eye contact with this man. Uh, What he was going through. And it, and it realized, like, I realized instantly, like, wow, like, this dude doesn't, he cannot see. Like, this dude can't see. 
So you take for granted a lot of things. I can see color. A lot of people can't. Um, and so if I, if I can walk and use my legs, but there's somebody out there with cerebral palsy that can't, for the rest of their life, they're going to be in a wheelchair, or, or even if it's not that disease, it's something else. And I'm not running five miles when I can. What am I doing? Why would I want to lay in my bed the rest of the There's people that are bed, like they're stuck on the bed for the rest of their lives. So yeah. They can't move. They're paralyzed. I'm sitting here laying on my bed, bro. I can move. It's ridiculous. So why not? Why not? Anyway, this is why I'm fired up. Because there's well, a lot of people that are yeah. less fortunate than the people able to listen to this this podcast. Me being able to listen to Garrett and him hearing me. There's some people I can't hear at all. Um. So why not? You know what I mean? Why? What? Quit doing what ifs. What ifs lead to nothing. You say what if, you'll never do it. You say why not, you'll at least be tempted. Why not take a cold shower? It's health benefits. What if I take a cold shower? Well, I mean, I'll be cold. See how there's a negative to what if and a positive to why not? So, mindset. And, uh, right. Yeah. I'm over that. Now there's one more. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was a good I, one, though. Thanks. Um, which one to pick? This is, a, this is the one that's got to be a, marbles, you know what I mean? Okay, I've got it. And this kind of correlates to the last one. Uh, of the, t- Why not pick a good one? That's exactly. Hey, why really, not pick literally. a good one? <laughs> right. Exactly. What if I pick yeah, a good right. one? Literally, uh, literally. It's probably not going to be good one. Why not pick why a good not one? Why not? Right here, hang right out now. With my friend that I've not seen for a few months. Actually, real quick, I'm not done. You just, you just got, you just sparked into a little bit more passion. I apologize for everyone who's probably tired of the rant, rant. But buddy of mine, friends, best Let's friends, brothers, both single ch- child, so we call each other brothers. Uh, since third grade, hadn't really seen him since my birthday in January. Uh, actually, not hadn't really. I have not seen him since January, and before that, longer. So been even longer so i have the opportunity to see him this week on maybe thursday yeah thursday the day before i leave for boston i'm like all day i'm like man i just don't really want to leave the house like but if i leave the house like oh i'll get to see my friend but like i'll be kind of not miserable but like kind of like i wish i just stayed home i was like bro I'm, i'm 21 years old he is as well. I'm 25 years old. I'll probably have it'll probably have been a couple years since I'd seen him. When I'm 35 years old, it might be a decade since I've seen him. So why not go hang out with him while I still can? I never told myself when I told when I was at eight when I was 18, I was 10 and I was friends with this kid. Amen. I never expected it to be where we'd only see each other twice or three times a year. When I was 18. I saw him every day and every weekend. So, obviously, that's not the case now. So, the point is, you got to figure out yeah. why nots because they will most definitely outweigh your what-ifs. What All right, just to tie into that, though, and this is the last thing, and then I'll shut up and let you take some, some control, Garrett. I apologize. Um, 
This will be a two-parter, but it is it is one. So excuses, is, this touches on the regret or the discipline. Is your two decisions. And it is excuses make today easier. Yeah, I could get out of bed and go work out, but I'd rather just be comfortable. Excuses make today easier. They make tomorrow harder. Because now that you didn't work out on Monday, which I did, I was supposed to wake up at 6 o'clock today, run a mile, mm. and I did not. So now, in the next six days, I have to run five miles instead of in the next six days, I have to run four. Right. So, and I even had the chance to run after the internship concluded mm. today, and I did not. So, you can either make you can you can make excuses today, and it'll be easier. Life will be easier. Or you can stay disciplined today, and that'll make today harder. Today will be hard because you stayed disciplined. You ran that mile. You did a five-minute shower. That was cold. This is obviously my personal experience. You did do your 100 push-ups. Tomorrow is going to be freaking easy, baby. And the rest of the day is going to be freaking easy, dude. If you wake up at 6 a.m., up earlier than everybody else at your age. Always. More than likely. So now you don't have to catch up to your notifications. You don't spend your first hour on your phone because you know no one's going to be awake. You know that you can just focus on yourself. You don't have to be on your phone trying to catch up to life. So for that 6 to 7 or that 7 to 8 or whatever time you wake up, make sure it's early. You're working on improvement. And so that, in turn, when you're improving yourself, will make tomorrow easy. Because today you... Is going to be a lot strong, or the tomorrow you, I should say, is going to be a lot stronger than the today you. So, anytime you face another day like today, tomorrow you, the future you, will have already seen it and be prepared. So, my point is, is that excuses make today easier, but tomorrow harder. Well, discipline does the opposite. Mm. It makes today harder, but tomorrow easier. And for me, I'd rather tomorrow be easy and know that tomorrow is going to be easy today's hard the opposite i'd rather know that better days are to come so that's the first exactly that's why exactly that's why people do the hardest thing first it's always easier after you get the hard thing out of the way smart people they they do the hardest thing first because then the rest of their day is breezy it's an easy breezy day the rest of the way You know, to, to tie this back to personal finance, finance, bruh, personal finance, um, that's that's what they call the debt snowball. When you pay down the biggest thing, and then the second biggest thing, yeah. and then the no, third, there's history and the fourth, to this, and fifth, bro. And then eventually these are, these you're making things on the smallest parts dude, of your debt. People, this is what's crazy to me. We have people who it's are 65 or older. Same concept. On us, this, will, this is what will fulfill your life. We have a Bible that's been around for thousands of years saying this is what will make you fulfilled and we're like nah i'm gonna do it my own way i'm gonna be miserable my entire life until i'm 65 or older and then i'm gonna tell all the young people what i didn't do and should have done that's the life cycle right now why not change that get out of the matrix and wake up anyway (laughs) yeah yeah no that was perfect why not you know what? Why not smoke crack? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, turn your turn your what ifs into why nots, and then this is the second part, and then I'll I'll shut up for a while. 
I do have four books I'd like to share, but I'll shut up for a while and let you take over. Um, maybe, you know, there's people that's probably not a lot of people listen to our podcast, but there could be somebody right now listening to the podcast, not right now, but when the episode comes out, they're thinking, man, I'm going to try it right now for them. Exactly. And they're thinking, man, this dude's talking a bunch of facts. Like, I'm not where I need to be. Right now and for them. They may start to enter a dark place. Like, dude, I'm like, I'm way behind. And they, you know, I'm not saying they become depressed. And I'm not saying that anyone, but there's people out there, obviously, that are, are, are depressed. Maybe, maybe we catch one of those, and maybe this is the message they needed to hear. And that is, maybe you were submerged in the darkness that yeah. you're feeling right now. Better understand the value of light. Yeah. The same thing comes with the idea of maybe you're sad right now so that you're put in that place, position, so that you would better understand what happiness feels like. It's the same thing people think to themselves when they're sick, when they've broken a bone, but let's just stick with sick. Man, I really take health for granted. I have a cough right now, personally. Man, I love when I don't cough and I'm healthy. When I'm when I'm when I'm healthy and not coughing, it doesn't even I don't even think about it. When I wake up, I'm just like, oh, when I go to sleep, it's a guarantee yeah. that I'm gonna wake up in my mind at times. Not anymore. It used to be. There's a lot of people out there that just expect to wake up. You're not given another second, my guy. Every second that you're mm -hmm. given, guy or girl, uh, is borrowed. You are fortunate to get the next second, and so point is you were put into the position you are in now so that you could be reminded of what's to come of what there is else out there you might be in the best position in your life you need to remember that things can change and that's okay uh mm. maybe tomorrow is going to be harder you you shouldn't focus on it because you don't know but spend in your present thinking of the future the past and missing out on the present then you're just going to be in a cycle Focus on what's happening right now. Live in the moment. That's the thing that our generation seriously struggles with. And now I'm done. Amen. Um, and so never settle, never quit, and become unnoticeable, baby. Why not? Yeah. Why not improve, baby? Come on. <laughs> Why not? Why not do mess? I mean mess. I mean... <laughs> Don't do jokes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, one thing that we kind of talked about. Sorry, dude, I just had a really cringe moment. I just got a flashback of all the like Joe Rogan clips and all these douchebag podcasts. Like, one thing <laughs> that nobody talks about. And I got, I just had a douchebag flashback of a douchebag. Um, um, Do you know what's crazy? What I was going to say is um, that around this time place we were at last, last year, year had their we're about to have our one year anniversary i don't know it's this month today i think or maybe this week i know dude it's crazy my cousin's on my cousin's there but that's not really um but uh this time around this time last year i was reading atomic habits by james clear um and I think I mentioned it in a couple episodes, but it's about the power of a 1% a better every day. You know, 1%, if you improve on one thing, 1% by the end of a year, you're like over 100% better just because of the way, you know, compounding and all that. 
I don't remember the figures, but the point is don't under, underestimate the power of, of one, one thing a day, you know, improve, improve one thing, 1%, change one person, 1%, you know, talking about if that, is that one person listening at the one time, how much change it can make, and how much change it can make, man, I cannot talk tonight, um, but I was reading, I haven't read any business books lately, I'm reading The Hobbit right now, which is gas, if you never read it, it has nothing to do with finance, but it's an amazing book. Um, and before that I was reading a book about missions and in like 1860 something or other, there's this couple that went out on missions to Malaysia and it was completely unreached, untouched by Christianity and they got killed doing it. This guy lost his wife and his kid and, you know, he ended up dying there of old age and fast forward century and a half to today and it's one of the largest percent Christian countries in the world all because of a power of, of one one person going out one person doing one thing um, and it multiplies over time it's it's a ripple um, so don't underestimate really the good. power of, of one change good. a day one like improvement only examples um, were ever ever yeah, provided are one's, a, one's a powerful thing man notice change in and so we believe that it didn't happen over time and that it just happened overnight that is a mm-hmm. exactly it's a super big misconception not nothing literally nothing happens overnight other than the fact nothing that it happens overnight uh you you could pass away overnight but like <laughs> not to go like dark not to go dark but like so like correct correct so yeah. like you gotta remember, like, bro, the people that you see that look. The only thing changed, that can happen in an instant is death. Uh, remember that. Yeah, they did, but it took time, and so you gotta remember that, like, one percent is all you gotta do, bro. Like, I, I kind of jump into things. Unfortunately, this is my, my one key flaw. Uh, I have multiple, but this is my key flaw, like my biggest flaw of, of me, is that it does not take much to convince me. I'm easily, easily motivated. Yeah. I am so hard to get disciplined. I might be the least disciplined, motivated person in the world. Why not, yeah. dude? So, like, nah, I'm convinced now at this point. Why not just smoke crack? Nah, but, nah, I mean, just seriously, though, like, oh, hey, Are let's you go, you know, go to the gym. Okay. I'll start going to the gym. I go to the gym for a month. I never go back. So, that's why I'm trying to change my mindset to slow to be motivated yeah and quick to become disciplined so once i say yes to something i'm not going to stop until the job's done how i want to be rather than say yes to it i Mm. get into it as quickly as possible and i can't finish if i do finish yeah i'll continue to push myself to the next step or level um i'm about to cough so i'm gonna pause real quick Yeah, and kind of, um, I think it's kind of like something you said earlier. Is like, uh, uh, it's like I think it's a generational thing too, where it's just not, it's it's not common to have follow through. Nobody can focus. You know, it's the TikTok. You gotta have Subway Surfers and GTA races on to listen to something at all times. You know, like there's gotta be multiple stimulus stimuli. 
Um, I kind of, I did something that was, it was really hard, but really productive last semester. I was just, I was fed up with my lack of focus and I did a stimulus fast, you know, so for 24 hours, I did one thing at a time. I, if I studied, there was no music or no Seinfeld office, or whatever. If I was watching TV, I would not be on my phone. I would just watch just do one thing at a Dude, time. Dude, that's that's good our stuff, bro. I uh, personally have been reading and a I think book that called a lot to our the Forty Eight Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Uh, oddly enough, I I heard about the book from TikTok, but uh, TikTok is a tool if you know how to use it, but no one does. No one, hmm. no one. The only one that knows how to use it is the people that manufactured the app. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Correct and rolling yeah. in your private information, no you should figure figure yourself out real quick and uh, probably delete your account, like I need and to. Um, but yeah, into... I don't mention this book because it has anything to do with stimulus uh, or, or multiple stimuli yeah. messing with the brain. I do mean to bring it up because other than the Bible, I'm reading this book. I'm only reading that book, I'm not doing anything else. I sit down use sunlight i do not use like a flashlight or any other kind of artificial light i use sunlight to mm -hmm. right also something that's very important is to get at least 15 minutes of sunlight a day on your body so you don't have to go out Dude, naked but just get some vitamin sometimes. d it um it resets your circadian rhythm uh onto a more natural path so you're able to sleep better i don't even know what a circadian rhythm means all I know is it means I sleep better, and that's something I struggle to do, and that's what something we all struggle to do. Also, if you and I know this is something that everyone, not to get us too off topic, because I I hate to change your story. I know we have all one mm -hmm. at one point woken up. We had our alarm set pretty early, and we knew that we didn't need to wake up that early. We woke up. Well, we're like, man, I actually feel kind of awake. It's six oh five, and I feel awake. It was me this morning. Hopped out of bed, I ripped the covers off. I was ready to start running. Like, man, I'm awake. I was like, "Ooh, but those sheets look comfortable." And uh, it's it's a little early. I'm awake, but I could go back to bed. And I go back to bed. I wake up 30 minutes later at 6:35 when I actually needed to be awake. Mm -hmm. And I realize something. I'm actually more tired now than I when I was at 6:05. I did myself a disservice. The 30 minutes I got actually did not help. So. Uh, Maybe it's okay to wake up at the 6.05. So yeah. anyway, yes, stimulus is great. What I meant, the only reason why I brought that up, that book up is because while I'm reading it and it's just me and the book and the words and the knowledge, my mind starts to drift. And, uh, and I start to think of other things. And it's the same thing when I, when I pray, same thing when I do anything with just me and, and one item, my mind drifts. So starting... Uh, you know, there's multiple ways to uh, to change that. Depending on what you believe in, you can pray. Yeah. Can you just you know refocus my mind? Or you can meditate. Um, if you're not religious, which I mean, um, that's okay. This isn't a Christian podcast. Um, so, I mean, maybe maybe think about it. Um, so something I've been doing is just praying. Um, hey. Lord, I'm trying to focus on your word, Re reestablish my mind to to follow your your teachings, basically, uh, and clear out all this you know random thoughts. Um, so maybe that could help. 
re, uh, but you need to make sure you're refocusing. If you're trying to focus on one thing, you need to refocus. If you realize that you zoned out and don't remember what you read on that last page, yeah, there's no chance. No, no chance. I want to go back and reread it, but I need to because that's why I started reading the book was to mm-hmm. get the knowledge out of it. Uh, yeah, it's hard to do that, and so it. you need to practice it, and it's okay to practice. Yeah. Um, but I know we're starting to. We're starting to get kind of long, and it's all my fault per usual. Okay, well, I want to share the four books that I've read that I really like. And then, and then, no, 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 right? Every time, and then you are going to talk the rest of the time because I feel like I've taken your thunder. Uh, on the one. All right, go for it. Let's them off. And this okay, is our, okay, sort of our stock right. pick. It's our book. First, <laughs> a book that was gifted to me at my internship last summer. Great, great book. Great guy that gave it to me. The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. I actually got to listen to him in live uh, talk. And wonderful. And very intelligent. And his book was the easiest finance book I've ever read in my entire life. It was done in yes. a month. Just is quick for me. <laughs> Maybe that's that's long for some people, but a, a book being done in a month for me it's like three hundred pages max. It might have been like two, like two ninety four, three hundred. Yeah, done in in a month for me, which is very quick. Um, secondly, uh, you know, some people are probably not going to like the book I'm about to mention because of the person it's about. Trump, the art of the deal. Regardless of political opinion. Must respect the fact that the dude knows what he's talking about. Says uh, there's no mention of presidency or his political beliefs, from my aware or from what I remember in his book. So that's a good thing this for people that don't like too. his politics. Uh, not to get into politics, Biden's a moron. He fell again the other day, which is hilarious. Not a moron, but he fell again. If anyone didn't know, um. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, all right, third book, Dale Car. <laughs> oh, the last one, yeah, Morgan Housel. The first, this second one, Donald Trump. He blamed Wait, the I was court. trying to get all the authors in there too. Uh, third, How to Win Friends and Influence People. You've most likely heard of this book. You've most likely heard of Trump, Art of the Deal. You probably didn't hear the psychology of money, but How to Win Friends and Influence People. You probably have heard. It's by Dale Carnegie. That's I it. need to continue to read it. <clears throat> I'm coughing per usual. Um, my buddy's uncle said he made his first million dollars off of that book. Uh, so obviously, and he's not the only success story from this book. Obviously, it takes more than a book to become successful, but the ideas in the book can help. So, yes, or three sometimes. Depends. I'm coughing as I mute real quick. That was terrible. All right, and then it's obviously the fourth books. book has to be... 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Maybe four. So far, read two chapters. Really good stuff in Uh there. Basically talks about first chapter. um, And I probably need to reread it if I can't really remember what's in it. I remember the story in it is basically saying... Just cheat real quick and open it up. Oh my gosh, I'm stalling. Never outshine the master. That's right. Now I'm reminded. It's basically saying, don't outshine your boss. Make your boss look smart, and and uh, soon you'll start to find promotion or you know some you'll you'll start to find favor with your boss if you have one because making him look better than he actually or she better than he or she actually is 
so in turn that will reward you. Second chapter, all about keeping your enemies close, your friends close, and your enemies closer. You can turn your enemies to friends, but friends will more than likely turn to your enemies. And I'd rather have the first of those. I'd rather my enemies turn to friends. So, usually when you have enemies, it, you guys just disagreed on one small thing. You guys got off on the wrong foot. Things change. Um, mm. And enemies tend to become more loyal because they feel they have something to prove while friends are comfortable. They don't mind. The, the, the enemies don't mind telling you when you're wrong. Friends don't ever want to disagree. They don't want to get in an argument. I stay friends. So, pick the people that you surround yourself with wisely. Uh, and maybe not all of them be your best friend. Uh, anyway, those are my four book, four books: The Forty Eight Laws of Power by Robert Greene, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, Trump: The Art of the Deal. Uh, it's yeah. a very good book. I know most people probably won't like that, uh, but yeah, pretty good book. The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Obviously my favorite out of the four. Uh, f- the 48 Laws of Power is probably number two so far. Mm. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, I was going to say the Bible we'll wrap but, up there uh, as well. That's a good one. Long, we've been doing... My only book I'd recommend is the Bible. And aside from that, The Hobbit by Tolkien. But. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, can't go wrong there. But anyway, we'll try and uh, get this one out pretty soon. <laughs> and uh, get regular with the ones we uh, got this rhythm. Uh, see you on the next one. I can't be found, I'm way too high up off the ground